welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, it's the only podcast offering unfiltered guidance and direct advice for all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast. And now, here's your host, Frank LaRosa. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. I am your host, Frank LaRosa. And as always, I am joined here today by the president and, and uh, of Elite Consulting you Partners. You almost said it. I almost said CEO. <laughs> I almost promoted you. Damn. That's on tape now. Damn. I, no, I, I said right. C. So that could have been, you know, it could have been carpet cleaner. could have been chief we, bottle washer. I know where your head's at. Um, anyway, Dale Dempsey. Uh, we're one take wonders here, so we we just we just rock and roll and we talk. So, um, Dale Dempsey, president of Elite Consulting Partners, my le- on my left here, but my right hand guy has been with me for a long time, and uh, we're here to just talk about what's happening within the industry, what's happening um, as if you're an entrepreneur and you're running a company, uh, but primarily within the financial services industry, and um, really speaking to those that are running their own practices or enterprises on the independent space and. Uh, for those new listeners, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you if you want to see us in per, uh, you know in live, see what our studio looks like, uh, check out our YouTube channel, which is Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa on YouTube. Appreciate it. Don't forget to follow my Instagram account at franklarosa.elite as well. So today, you were you were talking about a conversation you had with your wife Sarah about employment and hiring. And what's it like today? And I was listening to something recently on TV about this challenge that companies are having with getting em- employees back to the office, right? There's a right. cultural, there's a cultural thing going on. Yes. And so, what what was your your comment that that uh, Sarah made about hiring at this in sort of in this marketplace? Yeah. So she was she was talking to a friend, and the conversation was about really like a change of career which is something that her friend had never considered, but now is the ideal timing because there's so much opportunity out there for employers. A lot of these employers are starting to get creative, recognizing the fact that they can reach out across multiple industries, places they would have never hired before, and they're looking for the right talent. They're looking for the person that best fits in with the culture of their company, has the skill set that will translate to the things that they do as a business well, personality, all these attributes that usually you're you're limited to. And, you know, just people, candidates that are looking for employment only seek out in their industry and won't go and try to get creative, right? As this job market is the way that it's evolved into. And I thought that was, hey, that's a great point for advisors, wealth management teams, firms to consider that, you know, I'll yeah, just like pick diversifying your talent pool. Right. Like you might hire a someone with a PhD out of biomed right now. Why? Because maybe they fit what you're looking for. And that candidate is open to the idea of relocating or and or they don't have to and they're just relocating their talents to your firm. Yeah. There's a lot of advice. There's a lot of um, employers right now that are laying people off. They're They're anticipating this the slowdown in the economy, and maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't happen to the degree that they think. But a lot of these firms, and you're using like biotech and all that stuff, really ramped up uh, during during COVID and 
to certain, you know, f- f- to service everybody that was at home and all this, all this other stuff. And now there's like, it's almost like that pendulum is swinging the other way. Yes. But if you're an advisor, you should always be focusing on service and delivering a higher level of service, even in a down market. The most successful advisors that I've seen over the years in down markets were the ones that leaned into growing their business, right? Leaned into hiring talent that they may not otherwise have been able to hire, one, because they weren't available, person didn't want to switch industries, or two, they were looking because they were they were comfortable in the in the position they were in, they wanted some stupid amount of money to make the move, right? Right. And all of a sudden they find themselves like, ah, I should have t- I should have <laughs> made that move. Now I'm unemployed. Um, a lot, and a lot, so you get those people. You, and you're getting them now, right? Which is this is this is timely, right? You're getting them now because a lot of these companies, like what you said, have now hired into um, their their firms because assets have increased, right? So they're going to have to bring more people in to manage a larger pool of assets. But as we've seen over the last three or four months, that's changed, right? right. We've had a drawdown, and so you're going to see some pretty talented people. It'll work like this. This is what I've been reading. A lot of the more highly compensated individuals will be laid off because at their salary or compensation levels, generally you can bring in something like at least two, but three or four other people to do the same sort of work. And it creates opportunity inside of the company. Now that person that got laid off probably has a really great skill set that you should consider and would be considering something of a of a pay cut in a lot of cases because they they have no income at the moment. This is a phenomenal time to even if you well, maybe they got, they could have gotten a package too. They could have that's a true. So now they have the money to take a little bit lower pay for an opportunity. If you're an advisor, would you would you put a job out there or put feelers out there, even if you're not necessarily hiring right now? Would that might maybe be something to do just to yeah? See look, what, I think if you're an advisor, you should always be looking for talent. Always, you know, there are certain things, you know, you, you come across somebody that has a, when you say unique skill set, what I actually think about is uh, an innate skill, right? A personality set, not necessarily a, you know, their computer or whatever they know how right, to tested. St- yeah, know, not a right? tested set. Because there are things that you can teach and things that you can't teach. And there are certain personality traits you just can't teach. And you should be always looking for those people. And when you find someone that's dynamic, Figure out where to plug them into your business. I look at, um, and, I, and I forget the guy's name, uh, but he's a um, like almost like a multi multifaceted player for the New Orleans Saints. He's a quarterback. He's a um, oh, T- Tyson Hill. Tyson Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Tyson Hill. Tyson, Tyson Hill. Tyson Hill. Right. Like he's Sorry, a guy that maybe isn't good enough to be the starting quarterback. Not good enough to be a starting running back. But he's good enough to to do both. That's right. Right. Which which actually surprises me that more teams haven't picked up on that strategy to find players like him. Right. Because he basically does whatever he wants when he gets on the field. Like right. Because they don't the other team doesn't know what to do. Exactly. So my point is they found somebody and they're like, we don't really have a specific position for you, but I think we can make you you work within our system. Right, and, and that's really what you're talking about. Is finding those people today is, would be amazing. Yeah, and and what I'm saying is, you, you gotta, you should be out there right now. So actually, what what I was, I wrote a couple things down here inside of the business. 
Morgan Stanley, Wells Fargo, BlackRock, Plaid, a lot of these crypto Currency companies mm. have all cut talent. A lot of the cryptocurrency. Gee, why? Because crypto is well, falling out of bed. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> but remember, uh, you know, remember two years ago when everybody started leaving prestigious firms, uh, your, yeah. your Goldman's, your JP Morgan's, et cetera, right. to go into crypto, right? And and probably made some good money. But now things are starting to change. You've got They're really, regretting that decision. <laughs> but it could be good for you and your firm, yeah, right? Absolutely. Because you've gotten somebody who's not only not only experienced with the larger, more traditional firms, but now has experience on the emerging stuff that's been out there and can bring something totally different to your firm that you would have never had before. Same thing with Microsoft, Salesforce, they all hired really, really strong into 2022. And now they're doing layoffs. Tech sectors just bouncing around with with people that are available. I actually got a call from somebody in London today um, no, that was yesterday with um, with a candidate who had a PhD, oh, yeah. right? Now, could have been we, really- we, we, we didn't have any room for that guy. But could have been interesting had that person been very local yeah. to us. Yeah. And then um, furthermore, he hit me with the, the prototypical, well, how do you feel about a remote hybrid worker, which was n- not no, interested. Thanks. But again, you know, it's like there, there's these opportunities so much so that people in, in I'll call you a sister- brother country, England, love you, are, are reaching out across the, the, the great divide, the pond. Yeah. And and looking for opportunity. You know it's out there when those things yeah, start we've to done, come. You know, I did a couple of uh, podcasts. I did one with Vince Fertitta from Sanctuary. I did one with um, Scott Curtis, who's the president of Raymond James Private Wealth, um, and, and a couple others. And, and they all are consistent in terms of when I asked them, like, what would be one thing that you, sh- you would be doing as an advisor today? to help grow your business. And one of them was sort of embrace technology and embrace efficiency through technology. And I think to your point, there are some really good tech folks out there that know the systems, maybe don't know wealth management, right? But they know how to make a system like Salesforce dance right. to give you efficiencies. Um, that's the kind of talent that you should be looking for that can really uh, propel your business. Yeah, operationalize uh, Look at the 49ers. I'll go back to football again, right? Look at the 49ers. They recruited a guy, um, and I'm drawing a blank on his name, but they recruited a, um, I think it was a running back. Okay. Um, mid-season. I forget his name. I'll, I'll, oh, 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 I think I know you. They traded for one, maybe. They traded for a guy mid-season. Sure. Yes. And since he, since he came to the team, they, they were unstoppable. Right, because right. they brought in this- McCaffrey. Mid- McCaffrey. There yep. you go. Good, good memory, right? Changed the dynamic of the team. Yep. Right. That's that's what you need. And again, to your point, and kudos to Sarah on this one. Um, well, one, they're out there. So look for them. Don't don't just say, oh, we're not hiring right now. So I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to look for talent. I'm not going to look at resumes. I'm not going to talk to people. You should always be doing that. But then the other thing is you also don't have to rush. Oh, that's a great point. Right. Like, right. Like back, you know, four or five months ago, you know, when we were hiring, it oh, was that's right. Yeah. Like if if you waited like a week, maybe five months ago, if you waited like a week to get back to a candidate, they took another job. Oh, and so you had to like make a decision pretty quickly. Now you can you can wait a little bit and and be more. I don't say be pickier, but be pickier. Um, yeah, you you've got the talent pool has gotten much bigger in a very short period of time. 
yeah, I mean, you still got to be decisive, but you, you're going to have more choice than you did before. That, that's certainly the case. And, um, you know, th- th- we're, so we're just at this setting now. This is, you know, we're maybe like 90 to maybe six months into this, maybe not even yeah, quite six not months. Not even right. Right. So, you know, you should, you should adapt this today. Post, post some positions that like typically you wouldn't even hire into. See what you get back. And yeah, you know, like in a perfect to, world, if we if we could hire this kind of person, right? See what you get, right? You know, somebody that can really set your operations on fire. Why? Because they understand operations from a different business, right? From a different place, and they're hungry. They want to work like like they never have before. Right. Maybe they haven't been out of a job in in a decade or so, and now they can they can step in or a salesperson from another another industry that can show yeah, we, you what we, worked. We just hired two people for our practice dynamics business, uh, which is our business that helps set up firms and does the technology, does fractional CMO services, et cetera. Um, and what I was excited about with them is they came from a different different space with deep sales experience, not in this world, but the sales experience they have can't be taught, right? It's, it's because it's been 20 years in the making and cultivating all that stuff. So we, and we weren't, this is a good example. We weren't looking to hire two people. Right. Right. But we came across two great candidates. And so we're like, well, let's hire both of them. Right. Because yeah. we're not, you know. Yeah. Good, great salespeople aren't always available like that. But what right. happens in, in, you know, economies like this, you have, you have industries, you have businesses that crumble for sometimes no good reason. Right. And they have to, they have to let some of those people move on. Yeah. The other thing that you should do, just when we talk, we're talking about hiring and all that stuff and hiring for skill and talent, all that other stuff. And no one really talks about this all that much, but when you're hiring those people, make sure that you're hiring against your core values, right? Make sure you're hiring. So it's okay to hire somebody from a different industry. That's cool. Right. But what can't change is you can't compromise what your core values are and do those people fit into your core values, right? So uh, of success, client, ours are, are, you know, faith and continuous learning and professionalism, integrity, right? Um, so make sure that they you, you hire into those things and try to get them to talk about, sort of like match a story that they have with a core value that you have to see if they're going to fit culturally because someone from a different industry can definitely fit culturally um, if you know what to look for. Uh, but you might have people, you might have people that look really good, but they come from an industry that doesn't operate the same way in terms of maybe their their work capacity or work ethic. They're a, you know, that's a it's a nine to five punch a clock, you know, whatever. I'm not going to say union based, but I'm just going to say just a different industry right. where as a wealth management professional, you know, when your clients call you at six or seven o'clock, there's probably something happening that they need an answer. You don't want to have somebody say, well, I'm not answering that phone call because I'm off. Right. Right. Like you have to, you want to surround yourself with people that fit the need of your culture. Um, and, and only to do that is to have a set of core values. Like, and if we back up for a second, if you don't have core values, uh, you need to be working on that because um, how do you operate a business without any core values? Um, I guess a, a hope and a dream and a cr- and cross your fingers. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, look, I you, hey, you you got to not only do you have to hire to that, you have to unfortunately you have to you have to go the other way and, yeah. and let some people 
go on to other opportunities because they don't fit your core values. Even if you thought they did it first. That's a very diplomatic way of saying firing them. Yeah. Go on to different opportunities. Well, but but it's true because they, you know, they probably fit better somewhere else. Right. And, you know, on the outset, you don't always know with someone whether or not they're going to match up with your core values in practice. It might sound great in a few interviews. Everybody's great in an interview. Right. Right. right? But you got to, you got to, and so, you know, this moment in time is a way to not only upgrade you know, your, cur- your current staff and human capital, it's, it's a way to grow it at, right. at, at probably um, some discounted, I don't know how, you know how much further, but you know, you're going to get some sort of discount as to what you were not, not, not too long ago in the last few months. Yeah, I think you'd be, be mindful of that. Um, the other thing about core values and hiring, hiring against them and ultimately firing against them is it also gives you a way to coach against them. Yes. Right. So coaching yes. against them throughout the course of, of, of the year, uh, you can sit down with everybody and say, Hey, listen, here's how you did this quarter against these core values. You know, how do you feel or whatever? Um, and it allows you to point to something all the time. Um, I, I'm the one like that because we have our <laughs> meeting and our core values are up on the wall next to where we generally have our, our meetings. But that's something that really helps also. But this is, look, I think this is a great conversation. This is a great point. I guess that, that really, that credit to your wife, Sarah, for bringing this stuff up. It's something that don't be afraid because you because you see firm, you see companies laying people off um, in a service industry. If you're a good advisor running a good practice and you're branding yourself and you're constantly going after assets, you know, basically lean into that, right? I, I talk to firms, clients of ours, firms, whatever you want to call it, practices that even during like 2020, when the firm, when when the industry was, I mean, when the world was basically shut down, they were having their best asset gathering quarters ever, right? Because they were leaning into branding, leaning into communication, leaning into service, and they were bringing people on board to deliver that to to outpace their competitors. And that's what you have to do as a practitioner all the time. You have to don't ever get comfortable with where you're at right now because there's a competitor coming from behind to try to take your clients and you have to separate yourself. And one of the biggest ways to separate yourself is is delivering a level of service that's not replicatable at another firm. One of the biggest ways to do that is to have staff that understands what you're doing, understands your core values, understands how important your clients are and and um, yes is always the answer, meaning I think it's a Nickelback question, oh. uh, song, but I'm not going to explain <laughs> what the song is all about. But that's a, a line in a Nickelback song. Huh. Um, I won't explain what the yes is for, but that's another topic oh, for I another might have day. to listen to this later um, on today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so listen, that's a great conversation. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, and think about that. If you have any questions, you want to talk about this and should you bring on somebody, you're trying to expand your business, you're trying to hire, maybe outsource certain services. So maybe not hiring someone for marketing, but maybe hiring someone for marketing, outsourcing it. Um, we can help you with that as well with our fractional CMO services. Um, lots of great things. If you have any questions, you just want to talk in generalities about the direction of your practice and what you can do to grow, give this guy right here. Again, if you're watching on, if you're not watching on YouTube, I'm pointing to Dale. Uh, give him a call at 856-316-4653. Shoot him an email at dale at eliteconsultingpartners.com. Or you can give Frank a call, 
4651. Right. And don't forget to check out my Instagram account at frank.larosa. I'm sorry. That's my email address. franklarosa.elite. Um, you can email me at frank at eliteconsultantpartners.com um, or send up a smoke signal and we'll find you. Links in the description. <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs> Thanks a lot, everybody. Take care. Thanks for listening to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. If you're looking for more advice or solutions on any topics in the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to our podcast, head on over to EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcasts.